1: Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. Very quickly, a welcome and thank you to our newest patron over at Patreon. It's Ivan Drago. Now, Andy, I don't know if it is the Ivan Drago, but nonetheless with a name like that you know superb stuff so i can't help again but say thank you so much to Ivan Drago and of course to all of our other wonderful patrons who make this possible and who uh we it's essentially a group of um i won't say mentally ill people because that that that's too much hyperbole but it is it's a group of 185, and when you have a match like that of uh, yesterday evenings, you can imagine what the collective uh, feelings are when you have a performance and a result combination as we did yesterday. So Roma, they lose the first leg in the Europa League to Feyenoord, 1-0. to zero. What didn't happen? So we have missed penalty. We have uh, my man, Stefano Shadawi, missing Two really good chances. We have the ball going in, but not going all the way in. Yeah. How many posts was it? If you want to include the penalty, I believe it was three, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, it, it was
0: three. We surpassed Paris Saint-Germain and Bayern uh, for uh, most uh, woodwork hits over the course of the season yesterday. So that's official Fantastic. Right
1: now. First in Europe. Yep. So... <laughs> We have that. We have uh, Paulo Dybala going out. We have Tammy Abraham going out. Correct. We have, after subsequently missing all of these chances, we have Fanord scoring a wonder goal. Really, I, I don't, I don't know what else to label it. That- no,
0: their their own play, their own player that uh, said that uh, the the cross that that became an assist was a, a misplaced pass. So. Um, it just I, I, it really it really shows you how these games go, you know, and uh, the
1: margins are so fine, oh. so
0: fine, especially when both teams, you know, perform more or less on the same level. Now, Roma, if you look at it, they had more concrete chances than than Feyenoord. That, that's saying something, you know, that a team as defensive as everybody paints it out to be um, had more chances than a team like Feyenoord, who this season are on a roll about to win the league, they are, you know, they're in an attacking sense, they, they, they're phenomenal. Um, you know, they, when they put their foot down, they, they go at you and, and they score as much as they want. And yesterday, it, it seemed like both teams were more or less on the same level, in the same dimension. And and that's how it goes, you know. It's, it's what Zaleski said at the end of the game. These games are determined by episodes. In this game, there were two episodes. Feyenoord scoring a goal early on in the second half, and then Roma missing the penalty. And that really comes, it, it comes, it's, you know, we come on this podcast, we can pretend that we're going to hold a, a, a lengthy discussion about all these uh, aspects and all these moments that went into this match. But the reality is that it really boils, boils down to two singular moments that um, that then lead to the outcome that that was Feyenoord's victory in the, in the first leg it's it's that one goal makes a difference just like the one goal made the difference in tirana yes, yesterday the one goal made the difference in rotterdam
1: yeah and i tried to maintain in my in my post match episode i tried to maintain balance because in, in Of course, tell me if you disagree, but if you just said before the match, okay, and this is obviously before knowing the final outcome, but if somebody just offered to you, okay, coming into this match, okay, what I am going to give to you, Roma, the visiting team against uh, the top Dutch side at their stadium, I'm going to give to you a penalty. Uh, late in the first half opportunity, and I'm going to give to you three to five very high percentage goal-scoring chances. All of us, every single supporter, every single person in the media, every single person watching that match, wanting Roma to win, you would snatch that from the individual's hand without even thinking about it. You would take it because you would think, with that being the case, knowing how uh, solid Roma have been defensively, you are going to snatch that out of uh, the person's hand without thinking, and you take it, and you, you would take your chances, knowing that those are the things given to you. And it just didn't go their way. I'm not going to go out and say that if you give Roma those opportunities again, all of those circumstances once more that they win that match nine times out of 10. I don't know if necessarily that is the case, but let's be clear here. If again, somebody said to you, okay, Roma, you don't know the final outcome, but Roma are going to end this match with five a very high quality, high percentage goal-scoring chances, they are also going to have a penalty awarded to them late in the first half. You would have thought that they win two or three to zero, yeah? I, I mean, that, so that's that's inevitable, inevitably yes. where I end up in this, where it, it was the individual episodes, the finality of them did not go their way, but the circumstances... I mean, you you can't really argue with they created a lot, and that is on top of too. You're missing Paolo Dybala, Tammy Abraham, okay, and yet they still managed to create quite a bit. So I, beyond the finishing issues, which are we really going to come on no, here and say new, this again no, because no, it's new? No, uh, so, no, uh, no, no. so so I guess there's nothing new, yeah. Yeah, so so I guess where I come out on this is okay. The final result obviously sucks, but sucks, given yeah. all that went against Roma, I mean, this is. I mean, you. If if we're sitting here and Roma are eliminated after next week, it's a different conversation. But after the first leg, I'm sorry, no. I, I, I'm confident no. right now going into next week.
0: No, listen. Obviously, you know injuries aside, because losing Di Dybala. Is a huge blow, you know. Going into an important match, that's it. It, it uh, that will take a toll on you, especially in in this final stretch of the season. The man is responsible for like forty five percent of your goals. Okay, so maybe even fifty. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to look at it, but the last time I checked, it was like forty two, forty three percent. Um, losing Tammy Abraham obviously sucks, but not as vital as as uh, as DiBala. Although at this point of the season, what matters is the number of bodies you have at disposal that you can throw on the pitch. And uh, Roma are running pretty thin on bodies because uh, you're looking at, you know, in the next games with the what the likes of El Sharawi, Volpato, Mike Shack, um, who else? I mean, that's pretty much your offensive lineup uh, right there to replace the likes of Tammy Abraham, Ola back and uh and 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 paolo di bala you have also gallo Bellotti. so what what it comes down to again is roma being its o- own worst enemy you know and uh, it just scoring isn't it this season this team has such a difficult time scoring that if they haven't solved it by by April by mid-April to be on to be exact um they're never gonna solve it this season it's it's just if 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 this roma are going to achieve something this season it's going to be despite their inability complete inability to score the ball that's it's and it's that that if if they manage to achieve something despite this limitation it in my opinion it's going to be a, a, a spectacle like that's it, it's going to be a, a, an incredible achievement because because not scoring the ball when you are in competitions like the Europa League or in Syria where everybody's scoring at free will, um, that becomes really it makes your life so much harder. Um, honestly, if you if you were to ask me, you know, I mean, do you still you know do you accept going back to the Olimpico with a one nil defeat? I say, knowing after seeing this team perform in previous games and going into return legs at the Olimpico where they were in a disadvantage yes i am i'm i'm happy with that i'm uh, i'll take it i'll take it because i know that this team can work with it obviously the the fact that we we are missing so many players can impact that but just like i doubted this team when they when they gave me a reason to doubt them for example after losing to Cremonese in the Coppa Italia. I doubted them and I said it out here. I doubt their intentions because they just didn't take that match against Cremonese in the Coppa Italia seriously. Uh, the same way I don't doubt them now. I, I, I have confidence in, in, in a team that came back against Salzburg. I have confidence in a team that was able to keep the result and keep a crucial clean sheet against the Real Sociedad. I have... Faith in a team that has players like Mancini, like Zaleski, come out and say out in the open, we believe in a comeback. We've been here before, we've seen it done that, you know, it's it's we've been through it. It's nothing new. We're gonna we're gonna do everything it takes to overturn the result. Because they, you know, that's they they gave me the reason to. So as a fan, you know, I, I realize it sucks, you know. And why does it suck? Because yesterday we had the possibility of tying it and maybe even winning it. That's the thing. That's why everybody is now, you know, I mean, don't go on Lorenzo Pellegrini's uh, social media um, because you're going to see the darkest side of humanity. I'm talking about people who probably watch... You know those gory videos of heads getting chopped off in their free time. That's pretty much the kind of individuals <laughs> that you find in those comments. Ogrish
1: dot R I P.
0: Pretty much, pretty much, the guy people that that love watching pain Olympics and and, and stuff like that. So um, it, it's awful. The the reactions that this sport causes is awful and you're probably not going to find it anywhere else um not even when the when the vi- vikings uh failed that uh, uh, kick remember uh, so many years ago <laughs> it's uh it's still hilarious when you <laughs> watch that video i mean the whole the whole state oh, i just... thought
1: you were going somewhere with like actual vikings like you no, know no, genghis no. khan I mean, uh, sort of no, stuff
0: no no right? no i meant i meant the nfl vikings i meant the <laughs> i meant the minnesota ones um it's to me. It's it's just so all those reactions, all all of that, you know, just evil poison that comes out after a game like this is completely unjustified. I don't know because it, it seems to me that you're still in it. You're very much in it. Um, it 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 really comes down to uh, can can the atmosphere at the Olympico really play that big of a role? in a game of this caliber, and we've seen it in the past, we saw it last season in the Conference League, we saw it this season, that it does. It really is like playing with an extra man on the pitch. Um, Does this team perform in these instances? Yes, these are some of the few instances that Roma really perform up to the standard and actually even exceed expectations. So that, that goes in our favor. It's, you know, you've, you have so much left to play for um, that I really hope these players don't let the negativity that may uh, may come out of this win outside of, because you can tell that these guys, they're okay, you know. For them, okay, 1-0 defeat, not ideal, not ideal because you, you could have avoided it, you could have had an equalizer, whatever, not ideal, but you can still work with it whereas uh, the, the 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 fans lose their minds because it's a bitter result because it's a result that probably doesn't reflect how the match really went and uh, you know it pisses you off that 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 one goal in in the end makes a difference okay but life goes on you have a return leg you have a return leg. it's not this is this is the beauty of this you know at, at this stage of the competition that's the beauty of it you have the possibility and I, I, I loved it. And I could completely understand what Mourinho was saying when he says it's a shame that the next game isn't Feyenoord because I really do believe that give them to me. You know, that, that's the feeling is give them to me as soon as you can. I don't want to think about Udinese. I don't want to fucking think about the, 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 the Italian league. I want these guys. I want to get back at them. Give me the Olympico, a packed home crowd. And give me Feyenoord, and we'll see, you know. And and let's dance. Um, in the meantime, you probably have the toughest assignment, which is trying to to focus on a game like Udinese against an opponent against Udinese that have struggled mightily over the l- recent weeks. Mightily. Um, this is not the team that we faced and got slapped. 4-0 uh, at the Dacia Arena early on in the season when they were on a complete complete roll. I mean at some point in time they were even leading the league right behind Napoli I believe. Um this is a team that is right. coming off a, a bad stretch of results and are going to be desperate for points and uh, are are fully rested whereas you you're kind of shaky, you know, you've lost players along the way. You you got a result that didn't go in your in your favor uh you know you are thinking about qualifying to the next round of a competition that you hope to win. So I'm as even like like Mourinho said, like like Mourinho said, I'm not worried about Thursday. I'm actually I, I still remain confident ahead of the return leg. I'm very much worried about the weekend. We saw how this team performs when they have so many uh, fixtures lined up one after the other. It becomes problematic when you don't have the personnel, when you're trying to manage the the energy levels. This team struggles to put uh, positive results and string them together one after the other. We're coming off a loss. I guess that that makes it maybe easier to to perform better in the, in the next match. But at the same time, uh, it, it really comes down to can the players focus on on a game against Udinese of all teams? You know, you go from playing Feyenoord and uh, and feeling that rivalry and having a game that really you just don't even need to prepare for it. It just it, it motivates you on its own. You you have it right there on the plate. Um, Whereas with Udinese, you go to into to a, into a match that the expectation is you have you should win, you have to win, um, and and you have to win because then you need to focus on Thursday. Right, right after that, you need to focus on Thursday. That's the thing. So all in all, you know, this Roma team has has shown us uh, so many different things this season. Um, they've shown us that they can't score to save save their lives, but at the same time it's just very look at the irony they can't score to save their lives, but at the same time in the most crucial moments they've managed to come through, which is really it's it's the par- i mean it's it, it's mind boggling how these guys have been able to get as far as they've they've gotten to uh this season um because anybody that has such difficulty in scoring goals um, should not be where Roma are. That, that to me is, is, is and I, I think Mourinho feels it as well, you know, it's pretty much if, if Mourinho manages to achieve anything this season with Roma, um, I'm pretty sure he's going to be, you know, changing. Remember that remark he made when... Um, when he said that one of his greatest achievements was not any trophy, any Champions League, any stuff like that. It was actually coming in second with Manchester United. Um, I remember he he said it outright. Like, this is, you know, people will not realize it, but this is one of my greatest achievements. I do believe that if anything comes out of this season where Roma... uh, are just trailing behind. You look at some of those numbers: the the woodwork hits, the 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 scars, goals, the the fact that beyond uh, Di Bala who's in double digits, the second goal scorer is, is is Tammy Abraham with seven goals, no competitions, and then I think it's like Pellegrini and El Sharawi with with five. Um, it, it it's embarrassing, but it it just it, and and really boggles your mind. But at the same time, it it just shows you that this team is so busy fighting with itself that we really have to appreciate whenever they actually show up on the pitch against a difficult opponent. And I do believe that in the end, in the return, like that's going to be the case. We're going to see a team that knows what to do in these situations, no matter who's out there on the pitch.
1: I am so curious to hear, on top of that, because I agree with everything you just said, I am curious to hear where you come out on this entire thing from a uh, a Feyenoord perspective, because they have not shut up about the final in Tirana. We are close to, uh, it's, it's 11 months, so almost one full year. Yep. They have spoken of this thing, it it is kind of like akin to uh, uh, the the person who uh, they split with their partner, and they can't help but telling you how happy they are now. Like at every chance, they have to remind you with every uh, social media post, with every single conversation, they they have to inject how happy they are. Don't worry, I'm I'm so much happier now. When you know, you know you don't need to generally happy people don't need to tell people that they are happy so that's where i come out on this whole fanord thing you won 1 to 0 you were not the better of the two sides um you should have lost and it's kind of like that that was it you know it was kind of like the how you just said let's dance you know you have spoken of this ma- of that match of the final for a full year you have the chance to Send a message, exact revenge. And you needed a missed penalty, three uh, uh, woodworks, Paolo Dybala going down in the first half. A- and that, you know, that was it. That was your best shot. And um, okay. That's kind of where I come out on it, too, because, you know, in the post match, of course, you expected them to. Be a bit hyperbolic, perhaps, in their uh, assessment of the match, because of course they won. So, whether it was a, a one to zero, two to zero, three to zero, you knew, of course, they were going to 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 lay it on a bit thick. But when I read things of uh, we dominated that match, or uh, you know. Uh, Roma got lucky. They didn't create much. I I can't help but roll my eyes. It reminds me of the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, when Giampiero Ventura, it was his trademark for some reason. Anytime he lost to Roma with Torino on multiple occasions, he would say we dominated the match after having lost the match. I, I couldn't help Andy, but roll my eyes after reading some of this stuff that was coming from some of those, uh, some of the sure. FA Nord players yesterday, because yeah. in no, I mean, we're talking of a missed penalty here. So a missed penalty, three, three woodworks. I mean, come on, you, you got the luck. No, game. it's, Let's you know, serious, they, so. they,
0: they, they, I, I think in, in the end, really, these are, these are games that come down to episodes. No matter, you know, we can also argue conference league final, did Roma dominate? Were Roma the better side? Doesn't matter. They got that one goal that made the difference in the end, um, just like Feyenoord did yesterday. So doesn't matter. Doesn't matter that we miss chances. Well, to us it does, and the overall result it doesn't. That doesn't come through, right? It 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 doesn't show up on the sheet that that uh, Roma had a ball almost go in that that you know hit the woodwork, whatever. It just doesn't show up anywhere. It's not going to be told in the story. that's why that return leg is uh you know such a welcome sight because it 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 allows you to um to set the record straight if Roma want to they can set the record straight it's really up to the team it's it's not even to me these are games i i always maintain it, 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 it there there comes a point in time where or a stage in a competition where you really it doesn't even matter uh the players that you have at disposal, because everybody feels the, the 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 challenge the same way. It it comes down to that. It's not even oh tactical, oh this, oh that, oh the great you know the great uh, philosophy about who you know are we starting with a false nine or what? no? I, that that comes in second to you know. I mean that's that's irrelevant at this point. What's most relevant is that this 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 team is prepared that this team is prepared that this team knows how to read the opponent that this team is convinced they will go through despite themselves which is what Roma have done over the course of this season is the best moments of this Roma was when we saw them play with conviction despite knowing their own limits Um, when they failed it was because they didn't acknowledge those limits in in the instances where we really showed up games like against Salzburg against Real Sociedad um, in the league against Inter it's it was despite themselves it was the Roma that managed to score on possessions where they weren't supposed to score it was the Roma really sort of breaking the rules their own rules and that's that's what I want to see. It's it's a team that that just is set on an objective. I'm I'm pretty sure that is what we're gonna get next week. I don't. I'm not saying uh, this team can guarantee your result. I'm not saying it's a given that you overturn this result because it's difficult. Any any way you look at it, it's always difficult. No matter which team you play. When we faced Bordeaux last year, it was difficult. So it's but. We've seen this team do it. And, uh, and that gives us enough of, of a reason uh, to believe. It, it comes down to that. So once again, do I believe in Thursday night? I do. Do I believe uh, in Sunday against uh, Udinese? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> that's the that's the different approach, and, uh, <laughs> it, 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 and and that really tells the whole story about this Roma. Because even Mourinho himself, he said it. You know, he, he he said he's optimistic about the return link, but Sunday is a whole different story. It comes down to that. This team is so unpredictable. Um, I also want to mention that, you know. Uh, this thing with Pellegrini, it's, uh, to me, the, the captain's armband is the biggest curse because you're never, uh, never going to make any, any, everybody happy. Um, and I love how people try to rewrite history and say, oh, well, since the likes of Totti and De Rossi, do we remember how much shit Francesco Totti and Dan- Daniele de Rossi had to put up with over the years. I don't think right, right. I, I don't think that most people realize how shitty 90% of supporters can be. And I'm not saying they are, but they can be when things don't go their way. Like I remember Daniele de Rossi having, you know, to actually consider the option of leaving Roma to go to Manchester City. Because It just it was it didn't feel right. And Daniel de Rossi himself will be the first one to acknowledge the love that he has for Roma fans, but also acknowledge the incredible uh, challenge of putting up with people's shit over the years. You know? Francesco Totti, same thing. These guys were always questioned by the fan base. So it's not like let's not paint it as Something that happened only after these monsters retired. These legends, these pillars of our history still had to put up with shit that the likes of Alessandro Florenzi, uh, Edin Dzeko, and, and, and Lorenzo Pellegrini have to put up with. The fact that Lorenzo Pellegrini steps up to that penalty and already people are like, well, I could see that he's going to miss. Um uh, Get a life, first of all. Second of all, this guy is <laughs> this guy stepped up to take a penalty in a Europa League quarterfinal when nobody else did. You know, I'm I'm I, let's remember what happened in that game, first game with Torino where we drew 1-1. Paolo Di Bala didn't want to take the penalty. Nobody nobody said it, but we all knew that it was Paolo di Bala who shied away from the penalty. Andrea Bellotti came up and took the penalty. This case, we have Lorenzo Pellegrini who comes at, both misses, and, and and that's shitty. It's it doesn't feel good, obviously. But let's not play games, okay? It's it's not like this guy is you know throwing the uh, captain's armband into the toilet and flushing it down with his performances. You know, it's it's okay. He's having enough a, a bad season. I can I can name you like two or three or even four seasons where Daniele De Rossi wasn't up to it, okay, with the co- captain's armband. Um, so it, 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 are the, are those two players in a completely different class? I'm sure. Daniele De Rossi at his best was 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 one of the very top players of his generation in his position, whereas Pellegrini is not. It, it just, to me, it's always a matter of keeping perspective, you know, And and I don't think that this, you know, Atrocious, poisonous behavior benefits anybody um, when you have a captain that is trying to lead the way knows that he's having a bad season. He's said it on a number of times that he's not happy with himself. Yeah, the, the,
1: yeah, he doesn't need Gianluca from uh, Gianluca from uh, from Prati calling him. You know, also you know no uh, you know uh, girls and him on instagram that to know the, that yeah, he's not that is, having yeah, a great is... season he knows he knows <laughs> trust me he knows that that is
0: definitely not yeah not gonna shine a light on anything new for him Knows this is struggling. This is not ideal. Everybody can feel it because Pelagini can be a difference maker. He proved it last season, won the best player of the conference league. So there you have it. Um. At the same time, you have so, again, you have so much left to play for. I will never understand. Never. It's like, you know, it's like you're, you're sabotaging yourself when, when fans do this at this time of, of the season, or when, when it's, Everything is still up for grabs. It kills me because that, you know, you think you're sending out uh, a message that nobody will read in the universe, but words are words. Words matter. That's the first thing they teach in schools when they're trying to prevent people from bullying each other. It's words matter. No matter where you put them up, somebody will read it and somebody will feel bad. Um, So to me, when you're looking at a calendar that involves Roma trying to advance in the Europa League, trying to secure a place in the four. You know this team is struggling. You know they're losing players left and right. Why are you making life more difficult? For yourself and for others. You know, that doesn't make any sense to me. It's not something that's happening now. It's happened in the past again. I mean, if you if you just read some of De Rossi's words over the years uh, and his relationship with the fans, how that works, how... how Tempestuous it is. Yeah, I, um, yeah. I
1: mean, it, I was at the match when they made him go under the uh, the curva yeah. against Fiorentina in the yeah. Europa League. I mean, I mean, you know, treating yeah. him like a child, you know. Yeah, of course, of course. And the same
0: thing happened to Totti. You know, Totti is 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 perhaps the greatest Italian player of all time, but there were people that doubted him, and there were people that called him out. And they were people that made him consider going to Real Madrid. We know that's our favorite quote from Totti. But, you know, Real Madrid, Milan, those were real opportunities for a guy that kept being doubted by by people. And once again, I'm not talking about the quality of the players, which is, you know, the difference is, is, is pretty evident. But it's just a matter of attitude and choosing your moments and also choosing your words um when you have everything left to play for you're not looking to overturn a, a 4-0 defeat or a 5-0 defeat you're looking to overturn a, a 1-0 defeat that you could have you could have prevented from happening you could have had an equalizer you maybe could have even won the game so and you're playing at home now it, it, it's not a guaranteed result it's not a guaranteed win for roma it's no that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is Give it a week, think things over, and then prepare yourself to to face Feyenoord once again um, with a completely different mindset, with the mindset of this team has done it before, this team can do it again, we can move forward in this competition.
1: Well said. Let's leave it there. We will be back after the weekend after Roma face Utinese and the head of the second leg of uh, the europa league so we will chat with you in a few days until then ciao ciao